Hello, welcome to The Real Deal with Sean Matthews, where we have real conversations with real people, real entrepreneurs, and business owners alike. Today, I have a beautiful woman on. She is not from Australia or Canada. She's from a different country. Her name is Anne McNone. Did I say that right? McEwen. McEwen. Anne yeah. McEwen. <laughs> I should have asked you beforehand. Anne McEwen <laughs> is a highly regarded mindset coach. She's great with my mind, who empowers women to speak up, uh, step up, speak up, and show up with confidence in business and life. Anne is the owner of 2empower.co and has created a step-by-step process for success that empowers women to take full control of their life and business by shifting the physiology of barriers that hold them back, that hold them back. She incorporates NLP techniques when coaching or facilitating individuals and teams because she knows it's not enough to tell people what to do. It's essential to show them how to do it. Yes, I love that, Anne. Anne is also a published author and the founder of Sydney Women's Self-Empowerment Meetup, which has over 600 members. Anne's driver is to be a positive role model for her daughters, Maris and Megan. Is it Megan or Megan? Megan, yeah. Megan, Megan, that's great. Thank you so much for being on, Anne. I'm sorry for that interruption with your surname, but we're, we made it in the end. <laughs> that's okay. How are you today? Yeah, good. Thank you. Yeah, thank you for the invite. I'm delighted to be here. Thank you for being on and absolutely love interviewing a lot of business owners, but majority of business women. Um, and when we had a chat before, we I just wanted to get to know more about you um, as a person and where you started your life and, and how you got to where you got to now. Yeah, okay. Well, thank you. Well, you can tell from my accent that I'm from Scotland. <laughs> I've been in Australia for 12 years and no matter what I do, I can't seem to shift this accent. So <laughs> it's with me for life, I think. Um, and I started my career working for BP Oil in the UK as a coach for sales teams. And I really loved that work. Um, and it sent me down the path of I was always inquisitive about why it was the same people that were successful all the time when it came to sales. Um, it didn't matter what product we brought out. You could always tell the ones that were going to make it work and the ones that would struggle. And that sent me down the path of learning um, how the mind works, how our behavior and our thinking affects our outcomes in life. And so in the 1990s, I studied NLP. Um, and then all through the 2000s, um, I followed Martin Seligman and positive psychology. I worked in a high school with kids who were very smart and capable, but they weren't doing well at school. They were failing mm -hmm. because they had no direction. They had no one that believed in them. They had no purpose. They didn't know where they were heading. Mm -hmm. So um, I would coach them through um, the exams, having the bigger picture. What will you do when you leave school and you know what would bring you pleasure in life and blah 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 and absolutely love that but then my husband was offered a job in Australia and um, when we came because we didn't have family here my kids were at primary school and he traveled a lot 
um, we made the decision that I wouldn't work. So, um, and I actually enjoyed that time. I was able to volunteer at school. I got to know some of the other mums. It was nice to be around for my kids. We live in the Northern Beaches, so it was lovely to be able to go and walk the dog at the beach during the day mm -hmm. and um, just really soaked up that beautiful environment um, in, in getting the whole family settled. But then as the years went by and I hit 50, menopause, midlife, um, I really started to worry about the future and think, well, what do I do now? My kids don't need me anymore. They're going to be leaving home. My husband's still busy. Um, I'd lost confidence that I hadn't worked in corporate for years. Um, what could I offer people? Technology had moved on. And so I just had this uh, kind of full of fear and doubt, to be honest. And yeah, felt a bit lost. Mm. Um, so I did what all clever people do. And I went to see a coach. <laughs> yes, and as we all do. Yeah. Coach needs a coach. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. And I and I just said to this woman exactly where I was at and how I was feeling. And she said, Why don't you start your own business? And I said, Oh, couldn't do that. I mean, the word business made me think of tax, employees, um, burden, long hours, exhaustion. Um, you know, I just thought, no way. And and she said, No, don't see it like that. She said, just have a couple of clients, she said, get together your material from when you were a sales coach and when you worked with the kids in school and when you um, were doing all the positive psychology or NLP training and whatever. And she said, and just think through now how you're going to turn your own life around, keep a note of all the things that you do and then help other women do the same. And I thought, yeah, that's a good idea. So, And also at the time, I, I wanted to be a role model for my girls. So I just thought, right, I'm... Um, going to go down this path and I just put out does anybody want to get together to do something really positive because you know women are so capable and we're great when we come together and connect and collaborate mm. and I was a bit sick of like I was just bitching about my husband all the time and so was everybody else and I just I, I yeah. wanted to move away from that environment mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um and so one of the ladies suggested that I start a meetup group. And I did that. And I had 60 women sign up in the first week. Wow, that's amazing. So what's, mm. uh, just for listeners and viewers that don't know, what is a meetup group? Because I know not everywhere knows, anyone knows about it. Yeah, meetup.com is, I think it's an American platform, started in the U.S., and it was basically anything dog walkers could meet up. People that like to sing could meet up. People that um, had hiking in common could meet, whatever. And so I just said one for women that were interested in self-empowerment, because that's what I believe. It's about us taking responsibility for our own life. Mm -hmm. And, you know, what I say to my clients is, you know, you need to step up, speak up and show up with confidence and yeah. learning how to do that um, and yeah so it, it, and it, it's free basically the, these ladies would come for free and we would just meet in the local community center and we would just share and, and I just found it very cathartic for me because when I started to say how I felt and thinking I was the only woman aged 50 and going insane and they were all like, no, no, I feel like that too. And they were talking about symptoms of menopause and 
that same thing of feeling a bit lost and losing connections because a lot of the mums from school went back to work or they moved away and we weren't seeing each other at netball and swimming and all the kids activities anymore and so all that community connection that I had was just kind of almost gone overnight Mm, yeah yeah. and it sounds like uh it it was quite a struggle not just for you but all the mums so when all the mums when you brought all the mums together in this meetup group what happened well it was funny because I ended up becoming the leader and that really wasn't my intention in the beginning. I just wanted to make new friends and create community. But as they were sharing their struggles, I found myself naturally sharing these techniques and tools and things that I'd had from the past, which I actually wasn't using on myself. Isn't that dumb? Like I knew all this stuff, but I wasn't practicing it. Yeah. yeah. And as I was teaching it to them I thought this is what I need to do for myself to get back out of this dark space that I'm in and then a few of the women said I don't want to share my issues in front of everybody would you coach me one-on-one and I was like yeah and that's kind of what this coach had said to me to do and so I just said ladies come to the house and we've got a little tv room that became my consultation room and I'd work through things. I didn't charge much. And I said to them, I just want you to give me feedback. Tell me what's working, what's not. And and then they would refer a friend who would then refer another friend and the the group built. And yeah, and then as as I learned how to do marketing, which I absolutely detest, hate it. I'm not very good at it, but um, it's something that as a business owner, you need to learn. And, And so then these other business owners were coming in and saying, well, now you've managed to grow your business. How did you do that? Mm, and yeah. came and how did you do that? Question. I mean, you, you said you weren't really into marketing. You didn't really, that's not your forte. What is your forte? What, what is your niche? What, yeah, what? look, I think for me, I've tried lots of things over time. So I did um, Facebook ads, which just didn't really get, I got lots of leads, but they weren't really the right kind of leads. And I wasted a lot of time and money on that. Learned a lot, but it really didn't, I wasn't able to distinguish myself from everybody else out there from the noise. Mm -hmm. Um, What really works for me is things like my meetup group. If people meet me or podcasts, so if they either meet me or they hear me, um, I think I just find it easier to convey my message and, and who I am through mm-hmm. conversation rather than the written word and um, any uh, sort of networking. I found um, LinkedIn to be better now. I, I shifted from Facebook to LinkedIn last year and I had my biggest year ever in the middle of COVID. <laughs> mm, yeah, it's um, incredible. LinkedIn is the way mm, to go at the moment, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Mm. that's fantastic so your I mean you said you weren't really into marketing but what is your um besides the marketing side because we can't be good at everything right in our business we need to maybe hire somebody to do those things so in your business what do you concentrate on with women and how what differentiates you to somebody like um another coach I think I coach from my experience. So I think what attracts women to me is when they hear my story and they say, oh yeah, you like I've done workshops where at the beginning I introduced myself in probably more depth than I'm doing now, 
because of time and everybody in the room's just nodding and shaking their head. You just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, she gets me, she's been through it. And so to be able to say, I'm not teach, just telling you theory, I'm actually teaching you what I've done. Yes, it, it was theory, but I've put it into practice in my own life. Um, and then I know that it works and I can help you. So there's an element of confidence that um, this really works. It's not just let's just talk through things. Let's actually have, like you said in my introduction, it's not just telling people what to do. It's showing them how to do it. Mm. Um, and I think you just become a magnet to those that, that need you. And I, I, I think there's room for every coach that's out there and some will be attracted to me and some will be attracted to someone else. For sure. That's it. And it's a win-win situation in life. I, well, that's how I play. And I'm sure that by the sounds of it, that's how you play the game and play life as well, which is fascinating. Um, I loved connecting with you way back when. I think it was last year in 2020 that we yeah, first yeah. connected and uh, we had a lot of similarities, which is fantastic. And one was women and bringing women together. This is another reason why I did this podcast and wanted to have you on for you to share. Maybe can you share a, a small experience that you've had to grow either yourself or a, a case, um, another client that went from lost to being confident? Oh yeah, gosh, you can pick. Um, Uh, oh. Yeah, look, there's one, one woman in particular who, when she first came to me, she was like, oh, this will work for you, but it won't work for me because I'm less confident than you. I, you know, I, it was all the things like, I'm a bit overweight. I don't look good enough. I can't go on Facebook because I was doing Facebook lives at the time and that helped my business grow. And she was like, I can't do Facebook lives. I can't. And the, and the thinking and the language was just all so negative. Mm -hmm. And so I said to her, I want you to just, um, I have this thing where you put a band around your wrist and every time you say something negative to yourself, you have to ping it. And actually on the inside of your wrist is quite a sensitive part. So it can be a bit painful. Yeah, it could be. I don't tend and, to do that very often. Yeah. <laughs> but yes, it's a and, good technique. Yeah. And I said to her, every time, and I said, I want you to say stop it. Because mm -hmm. basically that's the unconscious mind running away with itself. Mm -hmm. And we need the conscious mind to come in and say, uh -uh, enough is enough. You're trying to hold me back. I'm trying to move forward. So it's two steps forward, one step back. And so I said to her, awareness is the big thing, awareness of this negative self-talk and then how to turn it around. What could you say instead? So she called me up about a week later and she said, oh my goodness. She said, my wrist is red raw. <laughs> <laughs> she did it so many times. Oh, that's terrible. I didn't mean you to, to harm yourself. No. Um, and so now, now when I tell ladies to do it, I say, and after you've pinged it on your wrist, you then must kiss it and say, I love you, I love you, I love you. And you're reinforcing that nice positive message to yourself. Yes, yes, that's amazing. That's good. <laughs> for her, a big, and I said to her, you know, if you're saying those things about yourself, how can you expect other people to say positive things about you or to believe in you or to invest in you? or to? And I said, if it doesn't come from you and you giving out that, 
negative energy and vibe all the time. So then we did this um, thing where I said to her, you've got to imagine I'm on your shoulder. And every time you go to say, nah, or no good, or something negative, then I'm on your shoulder going, not true, not true, not true. Well, mm. And then we put together a plan for her of... Um, she was a, a cook and she wanted to start her own um, cooking school and she wanted to be able to get other ladies to, to do home cooking, to deliver mm. to people. Mm. And um, we worked out a plan and, you know, how could she financially afford it and how long would it take her? And once all of that is, is peripheral, but if you don't shift the psychological blocks that hold you back and get in your way, Mm. and have the right mindset you can have the best plan in the world but it's not going anywhere mm. and so we did the plan but it took much longer to work on her own beliefs and mindset and putting things into action and so it was really holding her accountable quite firmly mm -hmm. um and she has set up that business she's got her website she's got ladies cooking she's going for funding at the moment oh um, fabulous just really and she still works with me actually but just once a month now so at the beginning mm -hmm. of every month she'll tap in we have a chat for an hour what's your goal for this month how are you going to do it a few refreshers if she says something negative i'm picking up on it right away <laughs> and what, what's really funny actually she does it to me now because i'll say oh god i'm so tired today or something she'll, ah, ah, ah. she'll say and you know, if you keep telling yourself you're tired, how do you think you're going to feel? And I'm like, oh my God, now she's coaching <laughs> me. It's really funny. Yeah. That's but, fantastic. Because obviously what your work with her has, has really helped her empower herself. Now she's uh, going back to you saying it. So you're empowering yeah, each yeah. other really in a way, yeah. aren't you? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes. Yes. I learn from my clients all the time. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Fantastic. And um, you do have a banner in the background and I keep looking at it. It says nothing will change if you change, if you change, nothing will change if you change nothing. Yeah. What does that mean? Can you, yeah. is that your tagline? So yeah. If you don't make change, then nothing will change. So yeah. nothing will change if you change nothing. You have to change mm. something mm. to start that ball rolling because we all think, I want things to be different, but wanting isn't enough. We have to take action. We have to be determined. We have to know why we're doing it so that when the going gets tough and we're ready to throw in the towel, it's like, well, what was my real motivation? You know, what would keep you going even if you had to get up at three o'clock in the morning to do this? Mm. Um, and really digging deep into that sort of emotional driver. Um, because without that, then it's a whim and we'll struggle. Yeah, sure. I totally agree with that, that, you know, we are driven by emotions most of the time. Um, so how can we, or how can the listeners and, or the viewers, uh, start by maybe building the confidence? How do, can you, could you give us maybe three tips? on how you help your clients start? Yeah, one of the first things I do is I say to them, I want you to tell me 10 things about yourself that are wonderful. Mm -hmm. And they look at me blankly. <laughs> it's like they stare going, oh, I don't know. First of all, they think it's boastful. They're not used to shouting about what they're good at. They're, um, and then I say, you know, well, what were you good at when you were a child? 
or what do people come to you about naturally? Because so, people used to always come to me with the problems. Um, I just have that innate kind of coachy kind of personality. Mm -hmm. um, I can do public speaking without preparing or worrying about it. Some people get so nervous. So what is your thing that you can do without thinking twice? And that's your strength. So start playing to your strengths because what we tend to do is we focus on what we're not good at and what we're not achieving. Mm. And so that negativity, that message is negative, which creates a negative feeling, which creates negative behavior, which means we get a negative outcome. Mm -hmm. If we can turn that on its head and say, actually, there's this one thing I'm really awesome at. And I don't like to tell people because it sounds like boasting, but I know I'm really good at this one thing. It might be design, it might be photography, it might be looking after children or elderly people, nursing, whatever. Mm. And see, and actually it lights me up and I'm really good at it. So we tap into that. If you can have that confidence in one area of your life, you can have that confidence in every area of your life. You just need someone to walk alongside you and help you on that journey every time the blockages come up to help you shift them. Another psychological block, let's shift it and move on. Beautiful. That is yeah. fantastic. And I, I love that you, you say with the negative blocks and the confidence and how you, you know, you, you help women and, and walk alongside them. Yeah. You know, you actually are there to walk alongside them and tell them, okay, well, not tell them, show them, as you said, show yeah. them exactly... Yeah. What, what to do and, and if that negative self-talk or whatever you want to call it comes up, then um, you, you, what would you call that? We, what we call it out, well actually I don't say we, I don't call people out, I call them forward. Okay, call it forward, okay. And, and yep. so I'll say to them, you know, well, you have a choice and everything, so you can have this negative thought and you can choose to stay with it or you can choose to let it go and move on. Mm -hmm. You can choose to ignore it or you can choose to let it dominate um, you can choose to uh, agree with it or disagree with it you know we have um, we doubt everything but doubt itself <laughs> why 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 don't we just choose to doubt doubt what, what you know what if what if your belief was so strong that there was no doubt there'd be no yeah. stopping us yes very good point that's such a good point that you hmm. Yeah, because everyone, well, most people, and even women in particular, they doubt themselves all the time. And what you said, they, they have the shame around, yes, I'm, I'm really good at this, but they don't voice it Yeah. because they feel well, think, shame. Yeah, and when we were younger, well, this was certainly my experience, was that, you know, I had rowdy brothers and I was the good girl. I would help mum tidy the house and I would help um, with the cooking and I would... Uh, sit and do my homework and and I got praised for being a good girl yeah. and so then I wanted to be more of a good girl because that felt nice to get that praise but then it was like I didn't then know how to speak up when I didn't feel like being a good girl <laughs> it's like well actually I, this this is rotten and I don't want to agree with it but I won't say anything because I don't want to rock the boat I don't want to upset other people I don't and by the time we do that and I, and I brought that behavior into my marriage mm -hmm. so with my husband and my children put them first the school community the charity work I did the and 
but and there was just nothing left for me and then I became so resentful mm-hmm. um, that I actually wasn't a very pleasant person to be around I didn't like me so I don't know how anybody else liked me <laughs> yes well I mean obviously you've, you've done a lot of um, growth and, and a lot of training over the years and that on, on that note with um, with the family and how you didn't like yourself so where you were then and now where you are with your family, how does that look? Very different. So when I first started to, and I didn't even logically think it through, it was very much an emotional thing. I think the hormones plus fear of the future and the uncertainty and all those things were really um, sending my adrenal system into panic. And, um, and so I was saying to them, I can't go on living like this. I'm so unhappy. I feel like Cinderella. I'm the only one that ever does all the cooking and the cleaning. And then by this time, my, my kids were in sort of mid to late teens. And the only way I could get them to do things was for me to stop doing it. And because it really the place being tidy and the food being healthy, the person it was most important to was me. <laughs> but I didn't want to be the only, but they enjoyed the benefit of it. So we used to have family meetings and we'd sit at the family meeting and say, okay, what do each of us need from the family this week? But in addition, what are each of us willing to contribute to the family this week? Mm. And so I would say, look, I would really, I really need help with washing up the dishes or cooking or ironing or putting the laundry on or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, And then in return, yeah, I'll drive you to netball or I'll, make sure your lunch is ready the next day or you know so we started to have this reciprocal give and take and then it was actually my husband's idea to draw up rosters um, yeah. and that was just fantastic because we got into this whole blaming that but I did it last night no no you didn't that was me and two weeks ago oh it was just awful and then he said right we're going to do this roster and then you, you choose a task, so it might be take out bins, it might be stack the dishwasher, everybody could choose what, they, what their task wants to be, their chore. Mm. And we've been doing that now for about the past three or four years, and it's just fantastic. And it's allowed me the space to grow and develop and grow my business. Um, and they're all benefiting from that now because I am so much happier Mm-hmm. Um, they are benefiting from the financial reward mm-hmm. um, for me being a role model because my girls were starting university when I started this business and um, we used to have this thing when we came home at night we would do a thumbs lacrosse and then if we'd had a good day it was a thumbs up and if we weren't it was a thumbs down and if I gave a thumbs down they were like oh mom why and you know sometimes kids just think you never have a bad day or struggle as an adult yeah that's true yeah and then I'd say oh somebody cancelled or I'm frustrated with Facebook marketing or I've not I didn't make enough money this month or whatever and it just was a reality check for them that when they came and they were struggling with exams and things that they couldn't manage they were like oh but mum and dad have their struggles too Mm -hmm. Um, and so it's been a real win-win I'm so glad I did it when I did Oh, lovely. Absolutely Mm. love that. And thank you for being so open with that story, because I believe that people that are watching or are listening in on this episode um, are going to really benefit, especially moms out there that they're starting their own business or are right in the middle of their business or maybe 
have had their business for many years and they have uh, children just like you. So that's um, such an inspiration, I believe, and hope everyone enjoys that. Um, the one thing I want to ask you before we wrap up today is what would, if there was one thing that you would want our listeners and viewers to take away, what would it be and why? Believe in yourself. Um, because if you don't believe in yourself, how can anyone else love yourself? Because if you don't love yourself, how can anyone else? Or how can you expect anyone else? Invest in yourself, whether that's money or time or effort, whatever. Um, because if you don't, we, we, all, we look externally to satisfy our needs or for others to lift us up. My work is all about us stepping into our power and taking responsibility for their, our own outcomes in life. And honestly, if somebody had said to me five years ago, I'd be where I am now, I would not have believed it. Mm. Um, but because I've lived it, when I see women self-sabotaging or holding themselves back, I get so frustrated because I'm like, <laughs> no, you can do it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it really, it's, it's, and it's a tough message and it probably sounds a bit corny, I'll believe in yourself, but really it's deep internal work as well as the external planning and action and whatever. Beautiful message. I'm going to leave it on that note because it, I think that everyone needs to hear that. Believe in yourself. And uh, how can people contact you if they want to talk to you in your meetup groups or um, your website? Yeah, look, probably my website would be the best. It's just annemcown.com. So it's A W N E. M-C-K-E-O-W-N.com. And on there is the link to my meetup group. You can get a free copy of my book. You can download a free copy of my book, Take Back Control of Your Life. And I also offer a free 30-minute clarity call. For if anybody's feeling that they, oh, I don't know if coaching's right for me and I'm a bit stuck and I'm not sure where I want to head, then I'm happy to jump on a call. And I might not be the right person, but I can point them in the right direction. Fantastic. Well, I will put all those in the show notes for, for everyone. And it's just going to be below as we're talking. Um, your name will are, is there and also um, your, um, your website as well. So thank you, Anne, very much for being on the show today. Thanks, Sean. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Thank you. Thank you. This is A Real Deal with Sean Matthews. See you again soon. Bye now.